What up, everyone? It's your girl, Jazz, and I'm here with Queen E and Timor. Hey. What's going on, everybody? All right. So today is going to be a very special... I say that every week. It's going to be a very special... You know, it's always special, though, yeah. so it's accurate. That's <laughs> accurate. You're right. You're right. So for today's episode, we'll be going through the evolution of art and photography with our guests from the Richards Group. Um, we have Ken... And we have Jared. So they're going to take us through and talk to us a little bit about the evolution. But let's go through and talk about our evolution. How have we been since we started uh, the boot camp? How are y'all feeling? Busy. Yeah. <laughs> to say the least, it has been, it has been something else. Right. Um, yeah, an experience like none other. But I think it's really cool because we had somebody come in and talk about the disc thing, right? And it's like, oh, it's like. Yeah. It's like a test, like a personality, personality test. Assessment. And I mean, I learned a lot about myself, right? And now, Frank, mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't have taken that test if I wasn't yeah. if I wasn't here. So I think it was really cool. But overall, like, it's pretty, it's been pretty dope, though. What's been like the biggest challenge for y'all? Uh, I think just kind of speaking to the disc thing, it's like dealing with all the different personalities mm-hmm. and like how to best work with each other. Mm-hmm. That's challenging. <laughs> <laughs> True, because we work with people. What about you, Jen? Oh, um, so I'm short and um, I have a short fuse too. So <laughs> for me, it's been trying to balance my little fiery mm. side because, you know, I'm Latina. So that's how we are. <laughs> so you call it like little people syndrome, right? Um, oh, wait. <laughs> you're taking it too far. That's too far? Too far. I don't think I have the Napoleon syndrome. I think mm. that's what you were referring to. But <laughs> With the official name, she had it ready. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it pretty that's, that's not it. All right, so let's get into things and make sure that we're transitioning into other people's evolutions and learning a little bit more. So like I said, we have special guests from the Richards Group. Um, so we have Ken, Kyle, and Jer. How do you say your last name, Jer? Sotelo. Okay. We'll just let so we'll let that. him say that. <laughs> Before we get into that, we're, let's go ahead and hop into the music. I know some of you are on your way home. Some of you are just getting off of work. Um, so let's go ahead and hop into the music real quick and we'll be right back with you. You gon' have to do more than just You gon' have to do less for you Tell mama you know how I always want you to You gon' have to do more than just You gon' have to do less for you Tell mama you know how So you gon' need to do more than just You gon' have to do more than just You gon' have to do less for you Tell mama you know how I always want you to You gon' have to do more than just You gon' have to do less for you Tell mama you know how So you gon' need to do more than just Oh, no, oh, 
boy, you know it stinks, you know I'm down for Ain't gonna act like you ain't about my door, you know I know, but girl, you know I'm down for Take your time to find you, I won't hesitate to take the time to waste, no, baby Dreaming out the foreign, not to play, you know it stinks, it takes so let a young nigga get down on it, yeah, love when you spin around on it You gon' have to do more than just You gon' have to do less for you Some mama, you know how I want you to You gon' have to do more than just You gon' have to do less for you Some mama, you know how You gon' need to do more than just Ken and Jair, uh, they're both from the Richards Group, but Ken's actually from uh, the Hispanic arm of the Richards Group. So I'm just going to start things off um, asking you guys uh, to talk a little bit about your agency and what you do there. Cool. I guess I'll go first. So I'm Ken. Um, so as Erica said, that I work at Richards Lerma, which is the Hispanic portion of the Richards Group. Uh, we are actually our own functioning agency, so we're collecting a lot of clients right now so we're also branching out into general market um i'm an art director so what that means it's a little bit confusing because there's no definite definite <laughs> there's no definition of that term like definitively mm-hmm. um so i grew up so i went to college and i got a background in graphic design um and i always thought it was i was going to be a graphic designer for like a company for in-house or something <laughs> i never really even thought about advertising and so when I started working at Richard's Lerma, uh, what's really surprised me is that what I do isn't so much just design. It's more of like you have a team and everyone does everything. It's just you have your specialties. Right. And so I'm on a team and I'm the art director, but I just don't direct photo shoots or just lay out graphics or just, you know, Photoshop. Like we all take part in everything, like in concepting, in little details we like you know it's like a well-functioning machine so that's kind of I guess like a really vague answer (laughs) oh that's cool what about you Jair or Jair um so I'm (laughs) sorry (laughs) it's fun history of my life (laughs) so I I work at the Richards Group at Click Here Labs which is the digital side of the Richards Group uh been there for about six years and counting uh, when I was hired, I was just kind of the first guy that was doing animation and any sort of like content creation back mm-hmm. in 2010. Mm-hmm. Um, my background is similar to Ken's. It's uh, uh, graphic design. I started with computer science, though. I thought I wanted to be a geek. <laughs> I thought I wanted to like, just like write programs and like hack the web and like do all this stuff. 
Um, then I started actually learning how to program and learning calculus and co like differential calculus and all these like really complicated kind of math uh, classes. And then I was like, okay, this is this is cool, uh, but I like to draw a lot more. So I went to graphic design. Uh, I've been working for ten years, which is crazy because I, I hear you guys like are graduating or just graduated. Mm -hmm. um, so I've been working in animation for 10 years, uh, gaming, uh, post-production, and then now an agency. Uh, the Richards Group, my, my kind of role the Richards Group is uh, in these six years, I've, I've built a little animation department. Uh, like I said, in the beginning, it was like a lot of Flash stuff back in like 2008, 2008, 2008, 2010. Um, so it was a lot of Flash, a lot of banners, a lot of websites that had like all this animation and stuff. Um, when I came in, I saw a big old kind of like opportunity with producing content inside of the agency mm -hmm. and, uh, social was a little baby back then, but, uh, I, I kind of had that, that kind of view of the future. Uh, and so that's, that's what I do now. I, I lead a, a seven person team now, uh, you know, just growing every year and, and now it's just a completely different landscape than when I, I came into the Richards group. So. Thank you for having me. Oh, we're glad to have you guys here. Thanks for coming. Um, you kind of already touched on like your evolutions and how you've seen things change over the years since um, 05 up until now. So like you touched heavily on wanting to be a geek and do yep. like graphic, um, not graphic, to do computer science and stuff like that. How have you seen motion graphics and animation like change in a way from being like a small part to like now in social media? So... When I started college, uh, like I said, I knew that computers were going to be a big thing uh, in the rest of my, my life, my career. And so I thought I wanted to focus on that. Mm -hmm. uh, when I shifted to art, which is my main inspiration, since I was four years old, I'd be drawing all the time, cartoons, watching cartoons, you know, uh, frame by framing, like old cartoons and stuff like that. So I knew that I wanted to do that too. And so as I started working at the beginning, TV was huge, right? Like 2005, everything was TV. Uh, MTV was still running videos. <laughs> uh, VH1 was still running videos. And so that was kind of like the big stuff that you could do, like just TV uh, identities, um, cool commercials. 3D was, was barely starting to get uh, a little bit more kind of a... A strong, uh, stronghold into commercial animation so it wasn't like just the big companies that could do it like some guy in their basement could do it so it was a lot of like do-it-yourself kind of like motivation back back when I graduated college um, now it's completely different now it's you know everybody can do anything right yeah and so even uh, the roles of like art director the roles of you know, animator, the roles of writer, the roles of, of all these things, directors, uh, photographers, all this stuff are kind of like getting turned into uh, on their heads mm -hmm. just because there's such a low barrier of entry for any of these things. Uh, I mean, podcasts, like this, does, this, this didn't exist. Like if you wanted to record something and, uh, you know, broadcast it, you had to be pretty, like a pretty big pro mm -hmm. to be able to do it. And so I've seen a lot of that stuff change. Uh, my geekiness has helped me throughout the years because uh, it just makes me very curious, right? Mm -hmm. And so uh, curiosity is, is a huge thing in creativity. And so I, I, 
I've, I've always tried to kind of stay with, with whatever's is on. Uh, I walked in here with my po Pokemon Go just because, <laughs> you know, I've been thinking about that for, like, wouldn't it be cool if you could oh, just, wow. like, play whatever game, you know, in a, in a geo uh, location kind of environment with your phone. And so I'm pretty curious. I'm Right now I'm just playing that because I, I want to see what, what, it, what it is, what it evolves into. Um, the same with animation. I, I try and, and, and go into different parts. But, yeah, I can see right now social media being a, a big part of not just how people get their entertainment but also their news. Right. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> you, you bring up a good point when we talk about low barrier entry for the photographer. So I'm going I'm to switch it over to you, Ken. So I'm a photographer myself. So I, I, I noticed that one thing, like everybody has a camera now. Everybody has an iPhone. I mean, it's posters downtown talking about the shot on the iPhone 6. So, I mean, it's like taking away the opportunity for people who like really study the craft. So can you speak to understand like what is like your area of expertise when it comes to photography? And how do you feel about the fact that it is such a low barrier of entry now? Yeah, I mean, I think it's really easy to get started, but I think it takes time and skill to actually be a master of something. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it is really easy to have an iPhone 6, and I see Instagram accounts that are, like, strictly iPhone 6 because the quality is so good, and DSLRs are getting so much cheaper because everyone is so interested in them, mm -hmm. and there's so many models out there that anyone who doesn't have one already is probably going to get one sometime soon. Um, but... You can have high-quality pictures, but that doesn't make you skilled. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make you talented. I think all that comes with having an eye which could be trained and then learning the technicalities of the craft, um, you know, composition, color, you know, whatever. Um, and I think that takes time, and that's the difference between starting out w with, you know, whatever kind of technology you can get your hands on and then practicing and practicing and improving um, accepting critique, critiquing yourself, uh, studying masters, studying people who, who are really good at what they do, and then, you know, not emulating, but be inspired by that. So how do you, what are some things that you can use as resources in order to, like, hone in on that craft and to develop it more? Because, like, I like to take pictures, but I am nowhere near as good as Tim. But, like, you know, I take a good selfie or two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, the, well... I would say the first spot is um, the Instagram dog filter. That's my favorite. Yeah, I love that filter. <laughs> uh, I'm not kidding. Um, for me, as a creative, I think it is, it's important to always stay inspired and to be curious, as Jair said earlier. And so I think the easiest thing to do is to read, to read lots of books about what you're interested in, about photography, design, color theory. Um, just read magazines as well because they keep you updated on the latest <laughs> findings, the latest knowledge. And then also just search the web. The web is so amazing that, you know, anyone can share anything they've created instantly. And there's so much out there. You know, just have a folder on your desktop that says inspiration. Mm -hmm. Click and drag stuff in there. Um, a couple websites that are really good are Behance. Behance. Um, Dribble, Designspiration. Um, this is Colossal. Those are some few really good ones. Just a few gems out there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't throw in uh, Motionographer. For animation purposes, uh, that guy's been running that site since '04, I think, and it's just basically gathering animation sources. So yeah, that that was something that when I was, you know, entering the the, the workforce, it was really hard to get kind of like that simple kind of like inspiration or whatever on, on, online. 
Yeah, like nowadays, like there's so there's got to be if you're interested in something, like there's there's someone out there who has a blog about it, who has a website that's done really well. And if there's not, be that person. That's yeah. I think that's that was really point. encouraging what you just said. There. Yeah, <laughs> oh, thank you. I was, I was moved myself. <laughs> so look, y'all, we're gonna keep staying moved, but let's go ahead and hop into some more music real quick. What, what do you like to hear, Ken? R and B. I like the weekend. Okay, oh, yeah, so what's choice. your favorite song from the weekend? Ah. Uh, it's not even on Spotify, but it's called King of the Fall. King of the Fall? Yeah. All right, yeah, here's a little bit of King of the Fall by Mr. King. <laughs> <laughs> Sounding like my passion Bring your girl to my show Give her flowers 
Awesome break. Thanks, Ken, for selecting the music. Yeah, no problem. Little guest drop, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So before we get started and finish our conversation, um, what's been going on in the world, y'all? You got any Man, hot news? It's a lot going on. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. you know, in like the advertising world, the yeah. ad life. Um, Ken's just finished in France, and so for, I was speaking earlier to inspirations and just learning from the best. And so this competition is just so huge. It's international. All the agencies that are like anything worth their salt, like want to win here. And so you can actually go onto the website at like handslinesarchive.com and look at all the winners, which I think is so amazing because it's so mind-blowingly informative like just i was just going through it and not even just watching every single one but after a couple of days you know like you start coming up with ideas yeah. of your own and i'm like damn those recharges exactly <laughs> i know um one ad that i saw recently was done by two brothers and like they had no advertising background or anything like that and a lot of people they like they won an awards and you know they got a check too so <laughs> um do you ever feel like your job is ever at risk like if people can do everyday graphics or animation or anything like that do y'all ever feel like man one day i might wake up and my job is just gone yeah <laughs> yeah like i'm scared all the time you know like there are so many talented people out there like if you're good at something someone else is way better um but i think that's important to stay to stay sharp to stay hungry like search out new opportunities keep learning don't ever just Stay, don't ever get comfortable mm-hmm. because then someone will come by and just show you up and there goes your job. <laughs> yeah, I can, I can talk in like a different perspective where I'm at, I'm at the point in my career now that I'm hiring people. Mm. and I, So I'm seeing kids that are coming out of school that, hell, like I didn't know half of the stuff that they know when right. I came out. Uh, to me, that's great mm-hmm. because like uh, the motto before was like, you always have to ask older people mm-hmm. for for stuff to learn. And now I see, like, well, you can learn from young people, too, especially, like, the, the world we live in. Uh, and so I've, I've seen a lot of kids that I've hired. I've hired some kids from A&M. They have a great uh, uh, 
Viz department, which is like very much kind of like what I, I try to do with my career, which it's design and technology all in one. And these kids are animals. They come in, <laughs> they can program, they can draw, they can like, they have their shit together. They can get like a camera and take pictures. Like, you know, it's a, a, so malleable, right? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, hell yeah. You, you, you're scared for your job every day. But, I feel like we have to be hungry though, like exactly. as, as young kids, because it's like, we look up to y'all so much and then y'all keep, y'all push us to like evolve and be greater than what we are. So it's like, I'm coming for your job. Yeah. Just know that you gave me that leeway. <laughs> it's all good. Man. That was like a forewarning. Yeah. <laughs> I'm coming. <laughs> I'll, I'll go. I'll retire and make tacos. Um, Tuesday. Yeah. Right. I, I think there's there's something about um, there's shifts in 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 uh, when it comes to like generations. Uh, I remember when I came in uh, when I was doing internships when I, my first year uh, out of college and. I didn't get the freedom that I, that I wanted when I came out. Uh, it was very like protected. It's like, no, you can't do this. Uh, I'm gonna keep you here and like just do this for a while, and then you'll become good at this, and then you can evolve. And so the evolution uh, kind of path was a little longer than than what it is right now. Uh, and so I try to break that. I try. I, I try. Uh, I try to like whether I hire my interns. I try and, and, and drop them in the deep end because I know that youth and 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 the the strength and, and the hunger can can kind of pass through that. So I think it's important to like think about how you started and then make make this world better by like like be be the change you want to be, right? right? Instead of just yeah. like complaining or, or this or that. So I'm I'm blessed that I can do that now, uh, and I can sit like with you guys and just like. You know, talk talk about talk shop, as, as it's <laughs> right? Um, but yeah, I think I think it's yeah, it's it keeps you hungry, right? If right. somebody's yeah. out to get your job, yeah. And to go off what you said too, like you know, maybe a few years ago, it was bit like your job and you know just moving on up was very linear. Do this, this, and this, and you get a, you get to point B or C or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think now it's so flexible that you know you're a copywriter. But if you have an eye for design and photography, like, damn, you could be an art director in, like, a year or two. Yeah, you see a lot of hybrids. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so I think it's all about recognizing that opportunity and then capitalizing on it. Yeah. So you talk a lot about opportunity. I know after both of you all talk about it. So, like, when it comes to, like, trends that are coming up, what are some things that you all have noticed in both positions yeah, that are actually trendy right now? And then also after you speak to that, also think about, like, what's going on in the future of, like, both of you all's positions? Like, is it going to be a need for them? Are people going to be outsourcing just like with freelancers coming right out of college who are really doing this stuff already? Yeah. Um, I mean, for, for me right now, I work a lot. I work heavily in social, social media. So the big trend right now is incorporating new technology like 360 video, 360 you know, panorama pictures that you can view on your phone, um, virtual reality. I think that's really cool. So at my agency, we're trying to incorporate that into our social campaigns and things like that. Um, if that will ever put me out of a job or outsource me, I, I, I'm not sure. I think technology works for us, not really the other way around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I Ken Ken's dropping the you know the, the same things that I'm going to say, uh, <laughs> but as an animator, I think I mean animators have existed forever. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I do think animation is always going to exist. 
Uh, I, I always talk about trends as a pendulum. Um, so you imagine, uh, you know, we're talking about, you know, 1990 something and the trend was to be futuristic, right? Yeah. And, and this pendulum goes and, and gets as futuristic as it can. And then I think it goes back mm. and it starts getting retro. Yes. And it pulls all the future, right? It pulls that future kind of reference, but it pulls it back to retro. And then it gets to a point where retro just feels old and it just feels overdone and then whoop, it goes back to future. It's so it's like it's, fashion in a sense, right? And so then it, goes, okay. it, goes, it goes back and forth. Um, and, it, and, and when you talk about animation, you talk about hand-drawn you know, hand animation frame by frame. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's ever going to go away. I've seen programs uh, you know, fake uh, 2D animation mm-hmm. and there's something about the human hand and the human error and the human kind of... Uh, decision-making machine, which, which is your brain, that just gives you something, a feeling when you see it. Wow. Um, we talk about virtual reality, same thing applies. I think uh, somebody needs to make those worlds, right? Um, we're talking about Pokemon Go. Uh, that's dynamic. You know, the map is being, being created by a Google map, and it pulls in the, the, you know, the information and then just lays down kind of a dynamic map. That's, that's close to what it could happen. There's video games that already do uh, dynamic world creating, stuff like that. You still need humans to actually, you know, sell these prototypes, right? Because at the end of the day, like, the machine says it's not going to make itself, right? Mm-hmm. Somebody needs to be like, it needs to look like this, and uh, the things need to move like that, and move on. So when you're talking about selling a product, selling a game, selling a, a, an ad, selling a, you know, a, an idea, you're always going to need a human that knows culture that appreciates culture, they can see a little bit, uh, you know, forward from culture and kind of like fill in the gaps on what's next. Um, I think what's next, it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to depend on, on like culture again. Mm-hmm. Um, virtual reality is a huge push. There's a huge push on that. I, I just feel weird uh, putting something in my head in my house <laughs> and just being there like, you know, completely immersed somewhere else. Um, I can see newer generations kind of feeling more comfortable with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but to me, right now, augmented reality is something cool mm-hmm. where, like, I'm still looking at you, but maybe there's a little bird next to you, right? And that's cool. Um, so, you know, I think, I think as, as um, kind of culture and, and uh, generations evolve, you're going to get into a little bit more comfort with, with, uh, with technology in some sorts. But human, human hand, human eye, it's always going to be there, I think. Um, so just kind of going back to motion graphics, that's something I'm actually really intrigued by, just because yeah. I think it's associated with, like, childhood memories of watching, like, Toy Story and, like, Finding Nemo. When <coughs> Finding Dory just came out, I went to see it a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Um, I think it's really interesting uh, where it's going in, like, the video game realm, which you have a background in. Yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts as far as, like, how it differs in advertising versus, like, game development? So the, the biggest change is, you know, your, your end kind of, uh, you know, the people that you're making the thing for. Mm-hmm. So in, in advertising, you're making it for a mass audience. And then, of course, you got brands that only focus on, on age groups, things like that. With video games, it's very niche, right? And so... 
when you're making something, the person's gonna like take 50 hours to explore this thing. And advertising is quick. Social media, even quicker. You need like you need to get those eyes just like glued to the screen as fast as possible. Games is like, you know, it's a journey. You 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 buy the you buy the game and you and you're saying, I'm willing to play this for 50 hours, right? So you at, at that point, that's that's the biggest contrast, just time. Uh, on the back end, like how you make video games and how you make advertising is the same thing. You you take it takes two to three uh, years to make a video game. It takes two to three months to make an advertisement. Mm-hmm. Um, the teams are different. Uh, uh, video game relies so heavily on technology. Uh, my role as an animator was almost like a translator between the art department and the programmers, right? Uh, now, in advertising, people are calling those people uh, creative technologists. Mm. Um, in, 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 yeah, in, in, <laughs> in, in gaming, it's just an animator because you talk to the art department. The art department always wants to make something awesome, texture, uh, it's paint by hand, all this stuff. And you need to talk to your, your buddies at, in the development and say, these guys are crazy. That's too much texture. Our file's going to be off the roof. We need, you need to talk to those guys and, and tell them to make it smaller. And so it's, when I was doing development, I was almost like the, the translator, the diplomat between uh, developers and, and art department. And so when I come into, into advertising, that's helped me a lot mm-hmm. because I can talk to now that advertising makes hugely uh, digital and, 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 and it's going more towards that way. I have that that I that kind of like experience of being the diplomat between my dad, who's the developer, and my mom, who's the artist. Kind of <laughs> um, and so there's a lot of different things. Yeah. The 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 time the time it takes to make a video game, it's so much that, and that's one of the things that pushed me into advertising, back into advertising, was to be able to produce things quickly and more and more and more. Yeah. Keep keep sharp, stay sharp. I'm just, so before I came here, I had an internship and we were uh, working with a video game development company and that's not my forte. I don't play a lot of video games. And so I had to do a lot of research and I was seeing all these different trailers that were coming out from games. They were like, first of all, they were, it felt like I was watching a movie, but the the graphics, they literally look real. And I know it doesn't look as real in the games, but I was just kind of blown away that that's the direction it's going. Like they're trying to get to the point where it will look that it. Look, will look like that in the game. And the other like, thing that's pushing that is the budgets, right? Yeah. Like the video games, money. Yeah, video yes. games, video games have a huge budget and they have a huge, like what was like a little niche, now it's huge. So mm-hmm. yeah, all that, like Very there's more money, there's more time, all that stuff is differs from uh, advertising. So, so I'm always very curious, man, about just like iconic situations that are about to happen. So tell me what you think about Kanye West video games. <clears throat> is it going to happen? I didn't know. I didn't you think it's going to happen? You think it's going to happen? Well, Kim already has a video game. Oh, you, you mean know, like an iPhone? You know, like she just got named as like number one as in video game like really? for the iPhone. She made $45 million off of her. Um, oh, yeah. Like I just saw that. That's crazy. I mean, I Kanye West game, and it, and it goes back to what you were talking about. <clears throat> if you start like, if you watch like the actual, you know what I'm saying, event that he put together, like when he released his album, mm-hmm. like at the end, like the graphics look real retro. And it was like, hmm, like, and it kind of like goes perfectly with what you're saying. It's like, like either you read in the future. Just. <laughs> <laughs> I've been reading the future for a while. See? There you go. Yeah, that's cool though. Yeah, it's, I mean, 
it, it's it's part of the human kind of like existence to want to play with your your toys, right? Like imagine like TV, like we just watch movies, mm-hmm. just sit there and watch movies, and we were like awed by it. And then video games came over, so you could actually move your movies, right? Like I played Zelda for hours and oh, hours. It was adventures, cool. try adventures, adventures. Uh, you know, Street Fighter. Like you didn't have to actually go back to the school, like behind the gym and punch somebody. You just play video game, right? Like, were you a big Street Fighter? I like this game called Bloody Roar where you could turn into animals. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And fought each other and just turn into animals. <laughs> you know, the funny thing with video games is like, I feel like the, the graphics are getting more realistic and more, you know, real. And then with virtual reality, it just seems like everything's moving towards being more realistic mm-hmm. and like lifelike. And I'm like, just go outside. Right. Just go outside. Have you guys, have you guys read uh, Ready Player One? No, no, no. Great book. It's uh, it's like it, it plays like you know 30, 40 years in the future, mm-hmm. and it's a, a completely kind of desolated world. And this guy is kind of a, it's a kid. He's inside. He everybody's on this one game called Oasis, and basically all the economy is going on on the cloud in this game. Um, and it's huge. It's like it's amazing. The, the creator of the game dies and he puts a Easter egg inside the game to basically uh, all his fortune. <clears throat> and the whole book talks about it's it's very sci-fi, but it's very, very like relevant. Relevant and like you can taste it, man. It's so close. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a great it's a great book. Wow. Man, you got to drop it. I'm sitting here, man. So I'm sitting, just so you all know, I'm sitting in between both of them. So I, my head is left and right each time. So that's really cool, man. So what would you say is number one, as we get ready to hop into some more music, what would okay. you say is number one on your listeners? Right now I'm listening to Wolfpack. Okay. Um, funky guys from uh, Michigan. Uh, shout out to Dante. <laughs> oh yeah, shout out to Dante. Great <laughs> funky, like they they're, they're music geeks. Okay, they're these like funky, they, like a couple of the guys play three or four instruments. Uh, there's a good track, back pocket, back pocket. All right, so you, you get that. We're gonna make sure. Up <laughs> next, this is what we got, back pocket. <laughs>
fucking fuck you thought it was. You taught that truck that make a lame ass nigga fall in love. Not me though, bitch. You can keep those. Bro, I'm at your head like Craig did Debo. Don't tweak, bro. It's never sweet, oh. My shooters come for free, so if one more label try to stop me, it's gonna be some dreadhead niggas in your lobby. Thank you so much, Jer, for the first song 
out your back pocket. You already know, man. <laughs> so, um, guys, as we get ready to wrap this thing up, Jazz, let's make sure we kind of make sure they connect with them. Yeah. So, what are y'all social media handles or? You want to say hey to mom or anything like that? Shine, shine bright. Hey mom. Um, <laughs> hey mom. Right. Uh, I mean, you guys can drop me an email at hello at ken cao dot com. I have my own website. Okay. No, I'm kidding. No, I'm um, check it out. Yeah. Check out my Instagram at Kenny Meow Cat. <laughs> It's not. Spell it's not out. professional at all. M E O W. Connect with me. Yeah. Cool. Cool. You. Um, so I've, I've got my Instagram, which is uh, at Jair Sotelo. J A Y R S O T E L O. I probably give you guys something. To, somebody can click on it. It's hard to spell. Um, I've got a little project that I'm working on. Uh, this thing called Bandit Bird. Uh, it's a little animation I do at night and on the weekends. Uh, check out bandbird.com. Uh, I'm going to do it. It's basically like a web series. Uh, and so check that out. Uh, what else? Uh, if you, well, you said your social media. Uh, you want to give your email? Like, Ken gave, like, uh, real life access. Uh, <laughs> do not sign me up for anything. <laughs> send me spam. Yeah, if you guys want to get a hold of me, just send me, like, a private, you know, Instagram. I answer those. Slide uh, in his DMs. <laughs> That's all he's saying. He's a professional. I also, I also have uh, my team at, at the Richards Group, the Motion Guys, has the a little uh, Instagram. It's called, it's at uh, Motion Guys. Uh, we just show antics and and sometimes we put like work in progress, uh, you know, stuff like that. We do on Fridays. We have uh, music Fridays. We pick two categories and we play a game. If you guys are cool with that, you can send like songs in and stuff. We do illustrations on Fridays. Cool. We try to have fun. That's what it's all about. That's what you have to do. You have to keep it fun. So all their social media, emails, contact information, sliding in their DMs, all that stuff can be made possible if you check out the description box below. We'll have all that stuff linked. Um, make sure that you stay in the loop with us by following us on Snapchat at We Evolve, following us on Twitter and Instagram at Let's Evolve. Um, just a heads up, we have our lemonade stand coming up on July 22nd and it will be in the NGP office. So be there or be square. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry that was corny, but that's all I thought. <laughs> so, <laughs> as they laugh at me, um, we hope you have a good night. Stay safe, and um, we'll check you out next week. Evolve Radio! Join us on the drum next Tuesday at 7 p.m.